found a, a thumb drive the other day. Uh-huh. And it has 128 megabytes on it. Christ. I think it's from like the 90s. I think the lowest one that I've seen is like two gigabytes, which is still quite small. Yeah, but I beat you. You beat me by quite a lot. Can can I? I want to start a new collection of just th- uh shitty shitty thumb bites. What are they called? Thumbnails? Thumb, dr- thumb, thumb, thumb drives. Thumb drives. What did I forget? I just said the word. I want to start a collection of of shitty thumb drives that just have the lowest memory possible. Yeah, I'm gonna open a PO <laughs> box. Useless. Everybody, please <laughs> send me. Oh send me your thumb drives with less than a gig of memory on them and then if you if you have anything on them please keep them <laughs> <laughs> it ju- that just reminded me of that like you ever, did you see that you know it was a popular image that got posted around for a while the image of of super mario brothers and the text says this image is larger than the files for super mario brothers oh no i never saw that yeah i do remember though People getting annoyed at it because it got passed around so much, and <laughs> that the resolution got lower and lower, <laughs> and that and it eventually got to the point where it was smaller. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That yeah. that is human nature, and that is beautiful. Love it. Welcome to podcast. Yeah. Can I take this, your order? Yeah. Uh, can I get the extra large podcast? Why do I feel like I've done this bit before? Maybe you've done this bit before, but I don't think we've done this bit before on this podcast. I hope not. Because if I we hope have, not. it's embarrassing. That, you know what? That is embarrassing. I will f- I will be the first to say that's embarrassing. Okay. Let me, let me, let me mix it up a bit. Okay. Wel- welcome to the podcast museum. What? What would you like to know? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast museum. Can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Enchanting Aspects. This hey. is this is podcast. It's it has to be somewhere. We're back to our regularly scheduled program and we're not allowed mm-hmm. to talk about pets anymore. We got to get into the grind. The good stuff. Yeah, put our nose to the grindstone. Lick the stone. Lick the stone. Caress this down. Salt it. Salt it. Important. And then lick it again because then you have a salty stone and that's pretty okay. Like, I, I gotta be honest. You, you can roleplay being I'm, a horse. I'm around some animal that has a salt lick. I lick it. I'm sorry. I do. That's, because that's it, valid. Though. My brain I, is like, valid. hey, that tastes like salt. So you should make sure it does. I'm like, that's a good, yeah, let me do that. And I do. And it tastes like salt and everything's okay again. Honestly... Humans should have salt licks in their homes. I should be able to walk. I, I feel like I should be able to walk down. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> Let me just put my my business things in the closet. Oh, I'm I'm so in need of. What's the thing that they give you? Salt gives you protein, yeah. not protein. I don't know what the purpose Iron, of salt licks is. I don't calcium. know. I I don't know what farms is. <laughs> We're going. I'm. I'm not a farm gay. (laughs) But yeah, let me just lick my salt and get right in the good mood. Yeah. 
I get off work, I want to lick some salt. I'm just thinking, right, like, if I'm, you know, recording, streaming, you know, like, you know, I'm at my computer, at my microphone, recording a lot, you know, maybe it would be good to just, like, every now and again be able to, like, lean over out of my chair and lick a block of salt. <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. I, I totally get that. I, I But I have that thing, and I know you do, too, where something, if something is right in your vicinity while you're recording something... You want to touch it and interact with it. So I think it's dangerous to have a salt lick in front of you while you're recording because you're like, yeah. And I was like, anyway, (laughs) you're just going to lick it at random times. And that's not good audio. Uh, I have finally tuned my microphone where I could get the salt a good distance away where you would not hear my licks. All right. Please buy a salt lick and prove me wrong. Okay. I look forward to it. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects. We're a podcast. That yeah. <laughs> we don't usually talk about salt. Uh, <laughs> what now? Okay, now imagine just for a second the podcast that is that where, the, where they usually talk about salt. <laughs> where every episode there's like not that it's necessarily even about salt, but just like every episode they just happen to talk about salt a lot. That'd be interesting. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. I'll add it to the list of <laughs> kind of weird <laughs> podcast ideas that we have. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even a podcast idea. That's just a personality that some people can have. It's yeah. wanting to talk about salt a lot. Yeah. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects, where we enchant your aspects. We do the intro three times an episode. We as do. You, as you are well aware. Um, um, this podcast is about we... We haven't. Exp- it feels like we haven't properly explained this podcast in so long. I feel like people get it. I mean, they it's- get it, but like, I I always want to be careful of like some some new listeners. Like, I'm not gonna listen to this shit anymore. I'm just gonna click this random episode. Oh, the title has salt in it. I guess I'm picking this one. <laughs> Is the title gonna have salt in it? I'm into that. I like salt. I, I have a podcast too, and I talk about salt in it. Anyway, this podcast is we talk about the things that parts of the things that we like and stuff that we like. Parts of imagine, it. imagine getting like you're five minutes into this podcast episode, and you're like, "Wow, they're talking about salt a lot." I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if I want to continue listening to this salt podcast. Yeah, it's what it's not what you signed up for. Is it iodine? Is it iodine that they get from salt? No, that's just a fancier name of salt. Is that right? Scurvy. They don't get scurvy. No, that's for vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, Jupiter, what do you think? Iodine is not a fancy name for salt. I'm looking okay. at it now. Okay. It's a trace element, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fuck. I- I'm owned. You got me. <laughs> I haven't taken a science class since sophomore year. No, that's a lie. I took co- science in college. I took. I did, did I listen? <laughs> no. The last science class I took was a physics class where I, the teacher had a mustache and he mm-hmm. insisted on be calling, being called doctor because I guess he had a doctorate. <laughs> There's so many teachers like that. They're like, I went to school for 12 years. Please just give me the title of doctor, please. And I'm like, yeah. you're a teacher. <laughs> you're at a you're at a high school. And like, I know that you need to. I get it. 
I, I'm not saying that I don't get it, but also yeah. l- lighten up a little bit, Professor Stinkweed. <laughs> What's your fucking thing? Uh, so I have been very recently. I uh watching a uh I actually just finished it recently. I watched a, a let's play of a game called Siren, which is a horror game for the PS2. Oh, PS2 horror games are the best. And there is something in there's actually a, uh, two things about Siren that I really want to talk about. I'm going to focus on one of them today. Okay. Siren is a game that I haven't played. I only seen the Let's Play. I do want to play it one day. It does seem very cool. Mm-hmm. It is a game that is Hold on. Sorry. For some fucking reason, I don't know why, whenever I'm talking into a microphone recently, I just get the hiccups. I don't know what it is. Oh, no, you got microphone hiccup disease. Yeah, it's wild. It's contagious. Yeah. Uh, Siren is a fucking video game that is... uh, uh, The story is too weird and windy to get into here. Okay. Basically, a whole a whole bunch of characters, a whole bunch of them, just end up in this spooky town somewhere in Japan that has been overrun by uh, these entities called the Shibito, which are Shibito translates to dead body, and they are just like they're. Uh, they're zombie-esque, I'm not gonna lie, they're zombie-esque, but they're not, like, trying to bite you and infect you, and the reason why they are like they are is honestly so complicated and weird, and I have absolutely no time to get into it here, and also, <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil the whole thing. Yeah! So, uh, but they, the Shibito, like, they, they like, they're not, like, they're mindless but they like imitate humanity you know what i mean but also they do try and kill you a lot but the basic idea of siren is that there are these multiple characters who all have their own like timelines of the story and the story is told out of order just sort of cutting between these characters at different times in the timeline so the story is told out of chronological order Hell yeah. And you uh, play these short, like, isolated levels as these characters that uh, each have their own objective, and you, you know, complete the level, you get to the objective, cool. Except that every level also has a secondary objective. And the way this whole thing works is... While you're doing your first objective, you might say you're trying to get to the other end of a town. And in that town, there's a bajillion Shibito with sniper rifles and shit trying to fully just destroy you. Now, you're going to be focused on getting to the end of the town. But what you really should be doing is turning right, going super far out of the way, finding like a valve or whatever, turning it, and then on the screen... It'll say, second objective requirement fulfilled for this character on this day somewhere totally, like, like huh. you don't do anything with it. 
you just do something and it allows somebody to do something later. Okay. It's pretty cool, but it's also very obtuse. Do but they very tell you cool. straight up that you need to do that? It's uh, honestly in Siren One, it's the sort of thing that you have to kind of figure out as you go. Because mm. eventually you'll just like reach a point where you're just like, oh, I can't unlock any more levels. What's going on? <laughs> uh, and you'll have to like go back and, and fulfill these secondary objectives and, and yeah. figure them out and just sort of explore and wander around. And the game eventually gives you hints. And there <laughs> is. Like there fucking is fine. I'll yeah, <laughs> uh, and also like in the in the guidebook or like in the in the manual, there are some hints. Um, but like, yeah, for the most part, you just sort of have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about one of these secondary objectives because, okay. oh my god! So early on in the game. You are playing as this, uh, like, spiritual leader of the town, essentially. Uh, I believe his name is Kai Makino. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and, you know, this obviously, like, isn't fair because you, you don't get, the, like, the visual of the game. But I just want to pose to you a scenario, alright? And see if you can, like, logically get to where Kai gets to. Okay. In, during this, okay? Okay. Okay. You're wandering around in this sheepy-toe-infested town. You find a towel. It's not your objective. It has nothing to do with what you're doing. But you do find a towel. What do you do? Hmm. I'm genuinely not giving you more information than is given in the game, by the way. Um, I would... I would, uh... Put the towel on a clothesline! Now, that's maybe way more logical than what actually happens. Your answer should have been, <laughs> find a sink, uh-huh. get the towel wet, oh. plug in a freezer, oh. put the towel in the freezer, and then walk away and exit the level. Okay, yeah, because people are just compelled to do that for no reason. There's no reason why Kai would do that. No reason at all. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's a thing you can do. And in fact, a thing you are not technically required to do, but it just makes something way easier. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fast forward like two hours in the timeline. Okay. An- a completely different character walks into the same map. Different objective, uh, but his objective in this level, and I believe it's a second objective is to, like, find a ID that you can find in one of, uh, uh, in, like, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the way you find it is is very cool. Like, the central mechanic of Siren, which I haven't even talked about, is called sight jacking, where it, anywhere in the level you can just close your eyes and peer around until you, like, lock onto people through walls and can see through their eyes. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, so you, like... You, uh, you sight jack and you see this, this someone in a restaurant, uh, just with their bare hands, just chowing down on some meaty slop. Sounds like my kind of Sunday. <laughs> and then they also, ha- you can see in their eyes, they they have the ID on the table with them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how you find them. And that freezer 
that uh that the towel is in mm-hmm. it is adjacent to the restaurant and if you go into the restaurant you find oh who is that in the restaurant eating their slop and spreading it all over the walls why it's a sh- it's a cop shibito who shoots you dead immediately oh so what what do you do I'll 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 go ahead and I'll give you one more piece of the puzzle and I'll let you figure it out. Okay. So if you go into the freezer room, I believe you're playing a Shiro at this point, who is a doctor. Okay. You walk into the room that has the freezer, which is adjacent to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and you find on the table a piggy bank. What do you do? Ooh, okay. First, I perform surgery because I'm a surgeon. Uh huh. And then I. You take the, uh, 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 I break the piggy bank. Okay, for sure. You break the piggy bank, and then the cop walks into the room and shoots you dead <laughs> immediately. Okay, I restart the game. Uh-huh. I perform surgery. Yes, important step. I wrap the towel around the piggy bank. And okay. And then I break it so it doesn't make noise. <laughs> um... That's that's not you an option. Need, you don't you don't need a frozen towel to do that. You don't you need, need a frozen a towel, towel to do that. Yeah, that would be a thing. And in fact, <laughs> the frozen towel is rigid because it's frozen. It's okay. wet and frozen, and so it's rigid. Um, I I I I, I oh yeah. I I throw the piggy bank <laughs> to distract the cop, and then when he's distracted, I hit him with the towel and hurt him. That's honestly, the fact that that's not just an option is kind of wild, because that would totally work. I mean, like, you probably wouldn't attack with a towel. You'd probably attack with, like, I think Shiro has a hammer. But Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with this towel. Like, okay. why do you need a towel instead of a weapon? Now, okay, I'll just go ahead and explain it. Yeah, please. Because, oh my god. So what you do is you lay the frozen towel in between two tables so that it is creating a surface between these two tables with empty ground beneath it. And then you put the piggy bank on top of the towel, walk out of the room, and wait for it to melt. What the fuck? So that the piggy bank, so that the towel will melt, loosen, and the piggy bank will fall on the floor, distracting the cop long enough for you to walk into the room while he's turned the other way, and oh bashing him over the head with a hammer. Okay, so that's just a much more convoluted way of what I did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Literally, like, I, that's a great point, and I do, can't believe I didn't think of it. Why don't you just throw it? Literally, just throw it. You don't need to, you don't need to wait for a towel to melt. Oh my god. You, you, genuinely, you genuinely have to stand outside and wait for like two minutes of oh real lifetime. A real life time to wait yeah. for a towel to melt. Mm-hmm. It is wild. I just want to go through the the mind of who wrote that. The game designer, like, all right, how are we gonna do this? Well, I've got an idea with the towel, and you're not gonna believe it. I, what the fuck? The way that Siren sort of like, I think like the way that like it thematically is like trying to be is like 
you're in a hopeless situation. You've got, you're just going to wander around and like any physical interaction you can have with the world, you're going to take it. Like you technically could do something like this at any point. And it's, a, it makes, I don't know, like the physics of it at least are sound. <laughs> <laughs> But also, this is not, like, this is only a thing that somebody would do if under the great traumatic stress of being surrounded by dead people who don't, who can't be, like, they're not like zombies, they can't be killed again, they just always Mm -hmm. get back up. Oh, fuck. And the town that you're in, what used to be surrounded by forests and roads and shit, is now surrounded by an endless ocean of red water. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so sometimes things put you in situations that you want to melt a towel instead of throwing to be safer. I, yeah, I get it. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's certainly it's certainly the safer option. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. This is going to be a bonus one. I'm I'm going to throw in a bonus one. Just because okay. uh, I, I I just feel that it is important to say, because okay. I don't know when I'm going to get an opportunity to talk about this, and I feel like I really need to talk about this. Okay. So late in the game, like late, late in the game of Siren, you are playing as a young girl named Harumi. She's legitimately like eight years old. Oh. And you walk into a room... And there's a sheepy toe just, like, walking between a desk that has nails on it and then a wall where he's hammering nails into it. Mm-hmm. And you need to get past him in the little hallway that he is, like, in. And the table is right by the entrance of the room. So getting past him, you know normally would be pretty impossible. Mm-hmm. Also by the fact that Harumi can't fight, and also if any Shibito even touch her, it's a full game over. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's really, really tough. Can I... I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another one of these games. I'm going to explain the ser- scenario, and I want you to... And everything in the oh, room. Yeah. I'll oh, explain yeah. everything in the room, and then I want you to solve the puzzle. Okay. Okay. So the room is like L-shaped and then in the like corner of the L it offshoots and that's where the desk is and where the entrance to the room is where you are. Okay. On the like top path of the L is where you need to go and where this Shibito is hammering nails into. On the other end there's a dumpster that has a bunch of meat in it if you sight jack this shibito what you will see is his routine is he walks over to the to the nails he looks behind him down the l so there's and there's basically nowhere to hide except behind the dumpster but it's really far away so you're not gonna you're probably not gonna have time to sneak past him he grabs some nails, he turns around, goes towards the, like, corner of the L, looks at a sign that has an arrow on it that points to the left, 
He walks through over to the left, over to where he's hammering nails into, uh, and then he just sort of repeats that, and that's that's his routine. What do you do? Uh, fucking nail some of that meat on that sign, baby. That's that's a pretty good answer. The actual answer is so much simpler and so much stupider. Okay. The actual answer is wait until he's hammering into the wall, walk up to the sign that is pointing to the left, turn it upside down so that it's pointing to the right, go back and hide, and then when he does his routine again and looks at the sign, it's pointing to the right, so he'll now go to the right. Wow. Typical, typical uh, coyote, wily coyote. Yeah, and then he'll see the dumpster full of meat and just go to town, start eating. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. adorable, though. That's adorable. It's a it's a pretty good one. Yeah, I I, su- I really want to play this game. It sounds really fun. It's even though fucking... it sounds really complicated. I'll just fucking follow a walkthrough. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, it's it's like from my understand like. It's very hard and very obtuse, mm-hmm. but I do really want to play it. It's very yeah. cool. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my that's my siren talk for this episode. Woo! I'll I'll be back someday to talk about the other thing from Siren that I want to talk about. Okay. See you then. Bye. See you then. But end of series. Until then. Speaking of convoluted, complicated games that are hard. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Except in a in a much more um <laughs> uh opposite sort of vibe. Sure. Oh my gosh, sure. we forgot to do the vibe of the show. Whatever. The vibe of the show is fucking whatever. That's the, the vibe, vibe of the sh- the vibe of the show this episode is salt. It is. It yeah. is because you know what I'm gonna be talking about. What are you gonna be talking about, Amy? <laughs> I'm gonna be talking I'm talking about being Really fucking bad at playing Cooking Mama. <laughs> so your so, your thing uh, is your thing is being bad at Cooking Mama. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. You have well, to before, explain. You must explain. Yeah, you, you I, I will absolutely explain. Please, please tell me what you know about Cooking Mama Jupiter. Uh, what I know about Cooking Mama is it's a game that has been on most Nintendo systems since I think the DS. Yes. That is all about cooking, not with your mama, but like the mama. Yeah, the mama. Who yeah. teaches you how to cook with all sorts of mini games and you have to like press buttons of timing and also like you do motion controls yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh, and also, it was released on Switch at some point, and then immediately deleted. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was a that was a fun thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Cooking Mama is is an old video game made for specifically Nintendo, where you cooked things with Cooking Mama. She is your mama, and you just have to accept it. Um, I mean, she she's sort of the all mama. She's like a cooking pagan god. Yeah. And you have to please her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically gonna be talking about the Wii version of Cooking Mama, which is Cooking Mama. It's Triple Cooking Deluxe. Mama Cook Off. Cook Off. Cook Off. All right. Which, if you say in in a British accent, because I like Cook Off. No, it doesn't. But 
<laughs> um, so this game I haven't played in fucking years, but I mm-hmm. played it a lot as a kid. And my favorite part about this game is when you're bad at it. Because specifically, like all the games in Cooking Mama, all the games in the series are pretty what's the I guess the word is harsh and unforgiving. Um Really? Like, <laughs> yes. If you make a mistake, if you're making an entire meal in Cooking Mama, if you fail one mistake, then you fail the entire recipe. And like and the Jesus. game won't even be like like if you're like three steps in and you fuck up one thing, like they won't say, Okay, the recipe's over start over or something no they make you do the rest of the fucking steps and then they're like you fail (laughs) like yeah it's it's very unforgiving also specifically the wii game the motion controls are terrible they (laughs) they uh aren't good at all and it makes playing so much more fun um (laughs) okay so (laughs) Like be like playing the game like trying to be good is just like asking yourself for complete frustration because the motion controls are so fucking terrible. Um so I have the most fun when you just be bad on purpose, specifically playing with friends too. It's it's always a blast mm. cuz like there's like a versus mode too. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> there's a couple of like favorite um uh, mini games that are the best in this case my <laughs> there's two specifically that i'm going to talk about and the first one is cracking eggs oh no um which which i'm gonna i'm gonna show you a video i can, i feel like i can already imagine it's it's real good um, oh my god okay okay that's it <laughs> um i don't think like like i have gotten pretty good at cracking eggs at this point and also hey cooking mama mm-hmm. you're su- you're su- you're supposed to crack eggs on the flat surface of a table not on the corner of a bowl or ta- or or yeah. counter yeah because you don't want to get shards up in the yolk there's many there's many inaccurate things in cooking mama you should never use cooking mama as a reference for cooking something because <laughs> just just like your game they they do things in the most convoluted ways convoluted yeah, ways for real but but like i i feel like i've gotten pretty good at cracking eggs but even when i was bad at cracking eggs i don't think i ever <laughs> slammed an egg against a bowl and had the egg yolk just spill out onto yeah. the table. That's I why, ju- yeah, that's why I love it so much. Because Cooking Mama is one of those games that's like, like mirrored in real life. Like, do these cute little fun real life activities, but like, it, it the way they make it so you can fail so easily is just so laughable. Like cracking eggs, one of the most simplest like, tasks in real life. Like, is one of the most hardest things to do in this game. Like, I think the worst I've done at cracking eggs is, you know, getting egg shards in it and having it be kind of like come out kind of like kind of broken. Like, that's that's really the like worst. That's genuinely like kind of like the worst you can do with eggs. It seems like, you know, unless you're you're purposely fucking it up. Yeah. And that's and that's why I love cookie mom because you purposely fuck it up. Yeah, a lot. And that's, that's still a failure. Like, like getting the the like egg shards in there is still a failure. But like, 
You're not it's, nobody. Like, I I feel like even the worst chefs are not getting egg mess all over their kitchen. I just yeah. all right. Yeah. Um. Another really good one. I I wasn't able to find a video of it because um, mm-hmm. I didn't have enough time. But like, there's this one mini game where you're supposed to be um like one hand is like massaging some meat and then the hand pulls back and you're supposed to hit the meat with a hammer and then you're supposed to like have a good rhythm of like hitting the meat with a hammer massaging it but the game lets you fuck up in a sense where you can just keep on smashing your own hand (laughs) over and over again no (laughs) yeah so you'll be massaging and then i'll just go and i just I can't um, believe I can't believe that there's a 100 Gex cameo in Cooking Mama. I don't know what that is. It's because one of their songs is called "Hand Crushed by Mallet." Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are my two mini games, and then also the other things that make this so much fun is the 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 graphic design and the cheery mu- the cheery music never stops. <laughs> And then so, like, you'll be fucking destroying a kitchen and, like, failing at every simple objective there is. And, like, there'll just be, like, this happy little... And then, like, every every time you make a mistake, they, the the cooking mama um, voice will say, You're not mine. Over and over again. I'm going to try so hard to find, like, a an isolated MP3 of that voice line because it's my mm-hmm. favorite thing um because like it's just like it's just secondary to the word to the words you failed to me now like you not mine is just like you failed you're a failure <laughs> um honestly it, it like people have been like calling for cooking mama to join smash i feel like her moveset would mostly revolve around shaming people into giving <laughs> up well here's the thing is if you fuck up bad enough Either it's it's either if you fuck up bad enough or you do absolutely perfect, she literally turns into a dragon. Like what? I'm not kidding you. She turns into a dragon. I'm gonna find a picture. What the fuck is going on in Cooking Mama? I re- yeah, I remember this as a kid because it scared me. I was like, why did Mama just turn into a weird floaty dragon thing? What? Yeah, yeah, she turns into a dragon. But like, still with the Mama face. She's very angry. She's very angry. And that's if you do good. You're better than me. Fuck you. You're dead now. <laughs> exactly. Like, it scared me. Um. So, yeah, she turns into a dragon. She says, ew, not mine. And then there's other mini games. Like, you can just... <laughs> the instructions sometimes suck. And, yeah, there's a practice. Like, they let you practice whatever you're about to do, like, in Mario Party before you actually do the official thing. But I'm a kid. Yeah. I don't do that shit. I just click start. And then so there's so many mini games where you have one shot to, like, perfectly measure something or, like, tilt your Wii remote in a perfect way. And immediately, if you do something, like, it'll just immediately say, finish! <laughs> like... <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I failed, apparently. And I didn't even get to do anything. Like, the the game design is not that good. Like, it's a f- super fun game, but, like, it's it's really bad at instructions, especially the Wii version, because the mouse controls suck. Like, there's even, yeah, yeah. like, a pasta streamer thing where, like, if you don't, like, tilt it absolutely perfectly, uh, all the pasta just fucking spills out onto the floor. Like, Fucking oof. A. You know what this is reminding me of, actually? What? I don't... If you get this, if this, if if you get this, I'm gonna be honestly so excited. Okay. 
there was a flash game when that was very popular when I was in like elementary middle school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was on like some like website like uh, like like radgames.fart or whatever that <laughs> yeah. just like collected a bunch of flash games. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's how that's how folks in in computer science class uh, in my school like that's oh, how kids primarygames.com bitch gameslot.com yeah. those were the only two game websites that were blocked yeah there was uh, uh i can't i for the life of me i can't remember the name of the website that was like really popular yeah. but uh it was this flash game that was about making burgers but no one cared about the objective because you could just make like infinitely tall burgers <laughs> no i've never played this including uh uh including making a burger that is all sauce <laughs> it's all sauce just just sauce stacked on top of each other okay but like that is that's the other thing i was going to talk about in cooking mommy you can do that like specifically with the burger recipes you can customize your burger and you don't have to make it right at all you can literally just make it like all like 10 stacks of meat with just a bun or you can just have all lettuce or nothing like that's that's my other favorite part about it is like you can do this whole recipe and then you can just fucking and they like have a picture of it like (laughs) and you can and if there's like a sauce you could like draw on it too and like fucking draw a dick or something is so great from the moment i was like 10 years old or eight years old or whenever i first discovered the the sauce burger game Mm -hmm. to right now at all times it somewhere in my mind the game is running and there's just (laughs) and just just like i just hear the like the sound effects of like of sauce <laughs> getting put down and just like that because you have to click it manually every time oh yeah and it just the sauce stacks on top of each other i, I want to know what this game is called i want to play it and then if you hand the burger to someone of course they're just like what the fuck is this bye <laughs> yeah. yeah i hope somebody out th- if and if anybody out there knows this sauce burger flash game Please, please, please let me know. I want to know what it's called. I won't play it. it you can it get that f- satisfaction in Cookie Mama, though, if, if you it need was, a quick it hit. My, it was a formulation uh, of my childhood, apparently, because it's just in there. It's just in my brain, always running. Yeah. It's just, my brain is constantly making sauce burgers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> Literally, that's all the time in my head. Um, yeah. Get failing on purpose is fun sometimes. Yeah, failing on purpose is really fun. I I, I think like especially in video games, it's just like like you're given you're given these tools and you're supposed to make something. Yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. But you can do anything. Yeah. And it makes it more fun when the more frustrated you get. Like, mm. like I love reaching that turning point while playing a game where I'm like, fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just going to have fun. I don't care yeah, about being yeah. perfect. I'm just going to fuck shit up. And that's just fun. I don't actually know that I like 
getting frustrated in games. Oh, I don't like getting frustrated in games. I like the point after I give up, after I get frustrated. I guess. Because then I can let go and I don't have to be frustrated because I don't care anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that my brain ever reaches that point, to be honest. Like in Toontown, if you get a fucking hole in two and then they just spit the fucking ball out, like then I'll say fuck it. <laughs> then I'm, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go 100% max in every hit. Oh my God. That was bullshit. It was. That so was bad. bullshit. <laughs> Chip and Dale are monsters. They are. Hey, was that podcast? It feels like a shorter one. It feel it does feel like a shorter one. We we've we've had thirty minute, forty minute ones in the beginning. I think we've just had like a super long streak of really long ones that this one yeah. feels short. I think it's yeah. okay. I, I I think it's I think it's totally fine. We did like, you know what? Not not everything. We can't go super in deep on on every single little thing. No, you know. We can't. Sometimes, sometimes there's just not enough meat on that bone. Yeah. You know, I, how, how much longer could I have talked about a towel? Name all the things you can do with a towel. I have not figured out how to do the, the towel thing where you put your hair up after a shower. I do it even though I don't even really have hair. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like an instinct. Yeah, yeah. I, it's fine. I, I just meticulously dry my hair, oh like, my God. until I get it. And I don't even like, dry my hair. I like I go to bed with wet hair so I can wake up with no. a fun new look. No, I, c- I could not go to bed. I have too much hair to go to bed with wet hair. Even when I had super long hair, I would go to bed with wet That's hair. That's terrible. Because then it would look like cute and wavy the next day. That's terrible. I'm I'm just cute, bitch. You're just gonna get all your pillows wet. They can absorb it. Yeah, and then get moldy. I've never had a moldy pillow. What can I say? Thanks Can't for listening this. to Enchanting Aspects. If you find out what the fuck that game Jupiter's talking about, that Flash game, let us know on yes. Twitter at Enchanting Pod. Or if you if hey, if any of y'all have Cooking Mama and you want to create a shitty hamburger, send me a pic. On the Twitter. Hell yeah. And I'd love yeah. to see that. Are you kidding me? If you can find, if you know another way to distract that chibi toe, if you can think of a better way, let us know. <laughs> hey, we haven't done this in a while, but what's the moral? <laughs> yeah, the moral is, um, listen, there's, there's different ways to get to the end goal of something. Sometimes it's really convoluted. Sometimes there's a simple solution. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you're prepared to do or what you think you're capable of doing. Sometimes you're just going to fail regardless because the result doesn't isn't up to what your expectations are. And that's fucking okay. You just do what your fucking heart tells you. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. If your heart tells you to put a piggy bank on a frozen towel and wait, if your if your heart tells you to smash your own hand, <laughs> okay. Um, hey, uh, so you know we've talked about it a lot, and we're going to continue to to talk about it. Um, we're still obviously in continued support of the Black Lives Matter movement because like so much has changed and so much is like hap like happening. Yeah. Do your best. We're here for you. Like, just keep on fighting the good fight, and donate whatever you can to yeah, to and people in and need. just just like staying informed, staying aware. I mean, like, 
Yeah. And also, just like, here's my, here's my other actual genuine piece of advice. Don't get lost in Twitter. Don't get lost in a Twitter well. <laughs> yeah. Like, st- like, stay informed, but also, like, don't lose yourself. Yeah. Yeah, just just fight for what's important to you, I think is... Fight for what's important to you and support people in their fight for what's important to them. Yeah. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Sayonara, motherfuckers. Hasta la vista, fuckers. What? What? (laughs) I got nothing. See you next week.